inevitably you either want it bad enough to get past that and you work past it or you hit somewhere like me where it's like you just don't enjoy it enough to want to keep going and you go find something else to go do with your life this is cool talks where we bring out the greatness in all individuals and see what they're about from all walks of life because everyone has a perspective to offer that has some value and we have a few laughs while we're doing it welcome to the show hi everybody Welcome to today's episode of Cool Talks, uh, second episode after the rebrand. Today, I'm going to be your host, because screw Grady, I'm Drew. Our co-host is Jack. Me. You want to say Me. hi? I'm Jack. I'm the co-host. What's up? And our guest today is your old co-host, who has been usurped. Usurped. I, we can go into some details about my life and some beautiful things. It is a beautiful life, isn't it, Grady? <laughs> it's a wonderful world out there. All right, why don't we jump right into Grady's <laughs> life here then? Grady, you're a working yeah. man, as the song goes. So, you business yeah. major in the group of yeah. engineers. There we go. It's always a good time. Has he, has he done anything else with his life besides work? He's worked at many mm. places, from Taco Bell to Wendy's to Boston Market to how many other food places can you name? What was it like? Your favorite jobs? What do you do, Grady? You mean favorite in terms of fun or favorite in terms of, like, got the most out of it? Fun, usually. Yes. Well, Boston Market was definitely the most fun. Showed up six weeks later, closed the place down. It was absolutely wonderful while we were there, though. You show up, half the people who work there are friends from high school. (laughs) And while you're there, you do some really dumb things. And my little brother would grab cornbread. And if a customer came in while he was eating it, would duck under so they couldn't see him eating it, and someone else would serve the customer while he's sitting down there, and he'd have to just wait till the customer left. That was such a beautiful sight that happened more than once that I just could not get over it. I feel like it'd be funny if he just stood up like nothing happened and then just kept going about his business and see if anyone says anything. Wiping like the cornbread crumbs off of his shirt, like, hey, how can I help you? What's up? What's up, baby? Customer turns around, you know, he stands up, other guy goes down, finishes off the cornbread. Yeah. They you think they would even like, notice? I want my lunch break. What do you want? <laughs> Closing in two weeks anyways. Yeah, we we yeah. got to eat all the cornbread now. Otherwise, you got to throw it all out. We didn't know, you know they were closing. how long this stuff lasts? We didn't know they were closing <laughs> until like three days before they did. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, have a nice weekend. See you later. Oh, you like oh, uh... Are they I mean, supposed to give you a notice or something? Because, I mean, you're supposed to give a two-week notice before you quit. Why can't they give you a two-week notice before they quit? Boston Market was not a well-run business. They're making a new <laughs> one right by ASU campus, which I'm kind of excited about, but I'm not sure if it'll be open before I leave. Ooh, Boston Market 2. Really so. <laughs> and it's in the building of last. where Costa Vida used to be, and I used to work at that Costa Vida, so I bet you I could get in at that Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know anybody that works there anymore, but, but, could still be a good time. You can take the man out of the Boston market, but you can't take the Boston market out of the man. It's true. We'll stay in your arteries by your heart for a long time. Oh, yeah, it'll crust right in there. Love crust. (sighs) So, that was, I heard a Costa Vita. That brings it up to, is that four? Four different restaurants you've worked at? Um... 
while there was Costa Vida, then Taco Bell, then had an internship, then came back, couldn't work, worked at a cafeteria for like two days and then realized my knees were broken. Um, what happened after that? Then I worked at Boston Market, had another internship, went and worked at JCPenney, then, what was it after that? I don't think I had a job, oh, tutoring, CA, and then... Yeah, so I think that's like four places, something like that, as far as food. Yeah. Wasn't this all over the course of like a year and a half? (laughs) Uh, No, that's just over college in general. I don't think you've really been working at other places other than internships since you started CAing, you know? No, I haven't, really. I mean, honestly, I just haven't really needed the money where it's like you work for an entire semester and you're like, wow, I made $3,000. And you're like, well, I hate this job. I really (laughs) hate this job. You know, if it was like 40 years ago, you'd be able to pay off your tuition and buy a hot new car with that $3,000. But unfortunately, that is not the world we live in. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. So, with so many jobs, what was your longest span of uh, joblessness? We're going to not count the cafeteria because that was for two days. But other than that, I got back from my internship in mid-July, and then I don't think I started another position until December. So, roughly six months. Is that the uh, Boston one? Yeah. It was pretty much a scam. <laughs> Yeah, was a scam, Ooh. and I will stand by that. <laughs> it, it it falls <laughs> under what I would call a gray area. <laughs> so a grift, mm, most like a Grayson area. Hey, <laughs> 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 last name. But, but honestly, though, if you take a job and you lose money while you're there, it is a scam. It's I just mean, like straight up. Yeah. A lot of work like and a didn't really make a whole lot of money doing it, but I learned a whole lot. So, please tell us about that. And what did you learn? I, I went and sold pest control uh... over the summer. Lived with a bunch of other dudes. That was there was some that was a weird time. But while I was there, basically would work eight to twelve hours a day, six days a week. Would get Sundays off, do laundry, shopping cooking cook for the entire week because you get home at 9 p.m and you're like well i'm hungry and i didn't know how to sell stuff so i did a whole lot of sales training before i went and then would just learn every day solely by commission yeah 100 percent commission no hourly anything um you sell you eat how much did you make per sale um so there's a 50 dollar um commission per sale and then it's a percentage of the total sale after that and the way it works is it's basically a parabola so you start off making practically zero commission and then you slowly get more and more until you start getting a ton so unless you hit really high sales you don't really make much anything i only got to like 25 sales or so which if you do that at 50 dollars a pop that's still not going to get you a whole very far not enough to pay for your airline tickets and your food. <laughs> no. How much does the... Oh, yeah, because they make you pay for your own flight yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, the contracts are worth about $500 a pop, so it's about a tenth. Uh, yes, so 10%. Making $450. I mean, if you get your commissions all the way up, you can make, like, a third of the contracts, but... That is, that is literally boss make a dollar, I make a dime. 
That's why I poop yeah. on company time, Grady. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I did take Except some it's your time. The day. time. There are Except some... if he's pooping on company time, he's losing money. He can't fly home now. <laughs> and there's Trapped so many in things like that where they, they try to make you sell textbooks or different things. And they make you buy the textbooks before you can sell them, of course, because some reason the idea of them holding on to the textbooks and you just selling them for them doesn't seem to occur at least textbooks ASU, don't get oh, yeah, mad they, oh wait yeah. they do and asu invites these people into your classroom and like has them talk about their a job opportunity for you that's so great and hand out flyers i don't understand why they let time. them in there they're they let people come in to scam their students because it has the word internship on it. That word alone does not justify a person being there. They have to have, you know, evidence of what it is. It's a wonderful little MLM. Yeah. And then, I mean, that I mean, rolled into students. longer Easy last pray for, these. for you, too. Right? Y'all talked at the same time. I missed all that. Yep. What? Where's Jack? I'm I'm saying that uh, college students real easy prey for these these scams these multi level marketers. Yeah. I wonder if uh, uh, ASU's in on it though. You know, like if the university's like, hmm, yeah, sure you can come in and talk to our students, but uh, what's in it for us? <laughs> ASU's always got to get a little part of that overt. That's right. ASU's got to be in on the action, no matter what. They got to build like ten more buildings next month, so like they need the money. I haven't finished a single one. It's gonna be empty classrooms in all those buildings, but they got to get built. Yeah, you got to build the classrooms that you don't let students into. Imagine being a contractor working for ASU. That that's got to be the job. Security. <laughs> the job security, insane. <laughs> building a small city in the middle of Tempe, yes. That'll give you some good cash. Rural Road has and been then, under construction for so long now that the traffic sometimes it'll go from a three-lane road down to a one-lane road, and it, it cannot function as a one-lane road. They try. Yeah. It functions as a one-lane nice parking lot. takes 20 minutes to go one mile. Great. A little more into the background with you. So I know yeah. the whole Boston thing screwed up your knees for a long time. Yeah. Don't know if that was just overuse or if it was like kind of arthritis based because um, you got that at a very young age. Both. It, kind of a mixture of the two. I mean, yeah, it would have happened if I pushed myself too hard doing anything. I didn't think that walking would destroy something new. I always thought it was like, so I already had my toe injury and then my knees were something new and then they started hurting one day and then I'm like, oh, this is a temporary injury. I'll just use some ice, some anti-inflammatories and then I'll be able to be fine. And then it just slowly got worse and worse. And then it got to a point where it's just like, I don't want to go walk <laughs> anymore. And then decided to right go home. Around family the... went on vacation to go hiking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, they thought that I was going to come back and be fine in two or three weeks. So I came back around the 4th of July. And then by, you know, July 20th, I was supposed to be better. And I was not. My knees were very swollen. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, you like half a year. Yeah, it wasn't better till January, and I came back in July, and all was—I didn't know what it was at the time, which was really frustrating. So I was just going to physical therapy over and over and over and over again. At this point, we know that it's 
some sort of rheumatory issue, which basically means my joints and tendons hurt a whole lot whenever I use things too much. Typing, like walking, running, for whatever reason, I can weight lift. But you don't have yeah. to use them very much. It's like one minute and you're done. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Pumping them out. Yo, Mike bro, peak, well. Mike peak, Mike peak. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> So uh, obviously, yeah, the knees and all that walking wasn't a great idea, scamming door to door. Could you imagine how good you would have been, though, if those uh, e-scooters had been a thing around then, though? You'd have made so much money. They actually had this, uh, Where were they? what they call hoverboards, but they're not really a hoverboard that they let me try to use. And it's just, you still have to hop off of it, walk up to the person's door, and hope they don't look at you funny because there's a hoverboard sitting in the street. <laughs> just, And a lot of times it would just be driving away as I'm like talking to them like, I gotta go! <laughs> yes, no, yes, no. Are you buying the pest control or not? Okay, whatever. I gotta, I gotta catch my hoverboard. See ya. Like, what do you I mean, mean by a hoverboard? Like a Segway or? Like a Segway with no handles. Oh, okay. Like the ones like that the hoverboards, on fire. like the ones yeah. they recalled everywhere. Yeah, the ones that. Oops. Oops. I did it again. <laughs> I just have to imagine there was some other door-to-door salesman going to all the other scams, being like, "Hey, do you want to make your salesman more effective? Buy my hoverboard." It's like, why do you call it that? Oh, scam the scam. Two wheels on each side. <laughs> I see it. No, no, it, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's like a Segway, but dangerous. <laughs> I'm sure someone more competent than thee could figure it out, but I, I could not. It Actually, still hurts to go up people's driveways too. Really? Oh, ouch! You know the creator of Segways, Segways died on a Segway. That's oh, ironic. that's clever, Drew. He he did though. We oh, don't need to get of Segways. <laughs> so with your arthritis, what was it like? You tried to go pro at video games. That was your career choice, like temporary career choice before you got into business. It was never meant to be like proud. a full-time, 100%, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life type thing. But I couldn't play soccer anymore, which I I need some sort of outlet exactly. to put my energy into. Yeah, it was a rough time. But, you know, I could live oh, no. with it. So then I'm already playing Smite, having already been playing for about a year or so casually. And then I'm sitting there thinking, well... I could go pro with this game. There's no inherent reason why I couldn't if I work harder than everybody else. I assume that talent is going to stop me at some point, but there's a difference between entering the pro league and being the top of the pro league. Those are two very different things. And I figured that I could just do it if I spent enough time, so I'd be spending three hours a day grinding it every single day at least. Which definitely takes your toll on your fingers when you're going like this all the time, just moving them. And... After a f- probably another year or so, I ended up getting tingling feelings from my elbow down to my pinkies. And when I, when that happened, it was like a little frustrating. Then I ended up in physical therapy trying to figure it out, and they couldn't figure it out for months. Then insurance stopped in the middle. And then I went to go back. It took like six months, and by the time that ended, I could have potentially tried to start playing again, but I just... I was so out of love with the game by then because it was so frustrating trying to jump between, oh, this hurts, and oh, I want to do this, and I already feel stuck because you hit these mental barriers where you're trying to grind ranked by yourself, and you're sitting there in Diamond, and you're like, Masters is really far away, and I don't have any friends who play this game. The people who play this game on ranked are toxic. 
<laughs> they, oh man, they, people tell you to kill yourself, they tell you you're trash, they tell you to uninstall the game, which, you know, is fine and all when it happens to you, you know, once every couple of days. It's different when you try and play 10 games in one day and it happens to you. You go on tilt. You lose your first game and then the next one and then your next one. <laughs> and it's just, and then you have a DC when you did well or you go 10 and 0 and then all of your teammates just keep dying and you just sit there and think to yourself this isn't in my control it doesn't matter how well i do i'm going to lose just and, digging you just start digging deeper and deeper into the salt mine right and inevitably you either want it bad enough to get past that and you work past it or you hit somewhere like me where it's like you just don't enjoy it enough to want to keep going and you go find something else to go do with your life which, given the amount of difficulties Sounds I was like going to have... a relationship. <laughs> no, that's probably yeah. a good life choice, to detox from Smite. It was. That game broke my brain. I mean, it's a whole lot of fun when I don't have to put that much of my, like, personal self-worth into it. And then just went, you know what? What can I do career-wise? Let's go do some banking. Really good at numbers, people. Gotta the be good at both. logical conclusion from there. Absolutely. And you, you can use your toxicity <laughs> on people get revenge yeah. it's like oh i see uh used to 1v1 me on smite i'm sorry but i can't confirm your bank loan yeah good luck getting a mortgage house for you that'd be evil it'd be justified here big rip really though so many of those games are like most toxic places mobas in particular I think the new one is not new one because it's older but new home for that is uh, League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends has been the most toxic community on the internet since it was created. That game has the <laughs> worst fan base of all games. I know that people think something like Call of Duty or CSGO is, but they're That's wrong. Like the biggest. They won't see Call like... Call of Duty is worse. Call of Duty it slurs. On League of Legends they tell you to kill yourself <laughs> and it's paragraphs on Reddit. People will write entire <laughs> essays about how this caster is absolute trash. And they just keep doing it. It's My personal. Right. League of Legends is adults. It is children cursing you out and making you hate yourself. League of Legends is adults cursing you out and making you hate yourself. And they have logic too, so it really gets in your head. <laughs> when you do <laughs> bad, they're like, like slightly true. They tell you to kill yourself and why. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's my five-paragraph essay and my bulleted list on why exactly you should kill yourself five... right now. This is why we mute five people reasons in game. Why. No, no, you know what? Not five reasons why. I'm going to give you 13 reasons why. <laughs> 13 reasons why you should kill yourself right now. Number seven will shock you. <laughs> Sounds like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> Toxic BuzzFeed. Oh, yeah. You mean BuzzFeed? I would probably click on that article. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, all right, what's this number seven all about? And One then, toxic you know... thing comes out, immediately <laughs> muted. I'm out of there. <laughs> what about the toxicity coming at you, but it's in languages you don't speak? Better. That's better. Can't understand it. It's like, hey, I don't know what you're saying, but your tone. Yeah. It's <laughs> me right to learn certain key phrases in different languages. Hmm. Almost makes it like worse. Like teach you some Russian slurs. Mildly insult someone in 13 languages. Mildly insult? I mean, Wait, no matter who's on your team, you games, always know you can... They're going after your soul.
Well, I guess moving into a different phase of your life, Grady. So you went from gaming to banking to podcasting. Okay, originally, kind of do you want this to be the the, the <laughs> YouTube? The banking stuff started as kind of a I mean, I look at life and I'm like, okay, I'd like to do public speaking when I get older and be able to basically show people that you can actually be happy and like how to do it and how to get the most out of life and all that. You can't do that if you haven't lived life and you aren't happy yourself. There's no evidence of it. Personally, I would like to be able to be rich and do the things that I would like to do while at the same time not wasting money and would like to do something I actually enjoy doing. Banking, I feel like, could work for those because it's easy to make money if you know how money works and people get paid a whole lot in that profession. So I figured I need to go do something with my life before I try and go tell people what to do with their life because a 22-year-old life coach should not exist. Um, and this whole YouTube thing, you try and get a little bit of a following before... If you have a platform already built, I figure it's a whole lot easier to start speaking from it in 20 years than it is to start from nothing and hope that you have some viral YouTube video. Uh, yeah, a lot of the times people who, like, beat the system, they end up being, like, one-hit wonders anyway. You know, somebody right. who just by some fluke of the algorithm gets 10 million views, and then they get, like, 400 subscribers out of that. It's a lot easier to start from 400 than so from they zero. They turn that one-hit wonder into a career. Well, yeah. a lot of the times they, they can't, because, like, people will just mass-subscribe, but then be, like, Not unengaged with the rest of their content. Yeah, so right. it'll just destroy their channel. They'll be, like... YouTube's like, nobody wants to watch this, apparently, so we're not going to show you to anybody. Right. If YouTube it's says sad. your channel is not watchable, you, you might as well start a new channel. Just post a video in that one to go go to this channel. Otherwise, you just get lost in the algorithm and not grow at all. There's so many YouTubers from previous periods that that's happened to where they have 400,000 subs and get less than 10,000 views on their videos. It's, it's always sad when you see it happen to one of your favorites, too. Yeah, it's always after they take a break too. It's like sometimes you can't be Thomas online Thomas all the time. So painful. It's like, yeah. oh, you want a break? That, you mean you you're retiring? If you take a break, you lose your job. Right. <laughs> yes. It's even worse with Twitch. My God, you you leave Twitch for two days and you lose a hundred subscribers when you only had four hundred to begin with. To be fair, it's a platform called story. Twitch. I mean that does, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean Numbers slow moving. Yeah, I mean that's it's like true. you gotta have these real fast reflexes. You can't just can't stay on top of that. Like how sustainable it's could like it even be people... an online career like that, you know? Um apparently it fluctuates a ton. It like, does even if you are one of the really big people, it's like your total like income can change by sixty percent every month or it's very seasonal insane amounts too. Hmm. I could see that. Fall probably is doing pretty way well now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a good year for that. It'll start doing worse. <laughs> good again year for internet content. Hits, but... yeah. Next People year, the internet crash. Nobody wants to, like to be on. Actually, there might be because everyone's going to be going outside for like a month. Yeah, like, so, I don't want to yeah. see my monitor ever again. I'm going to be outside all day. And then, you know, in a it'll week, be like New Year's resolutions to go to the gym, though. Oh, oh yeah. Very transient. Oh God, so how big are we going to make it, Grady? Are we just going to keep adding uh, co-hosts until we, until we get huge? No, like, I, there's... I think this is about the max we can handle. 
<laughs> I feel like you start putting too many voices together. I mean, you already see how it is. Like, we try and talk over each other, and it's like, oh, gotta wait my turn. But as far as growth, I I don't really have a ceiling set in mind, but I do have kind of, like... No limits. I'm, right. I'm like, I'm not thinking that I'm going to just hit some sort of small limit. I'm thinking... I always think very big with things. So if we end up in the millions, I wouldn't be out of my mind. Well, all right, though. be honest. If we hit the hundreds, I'm going to be very pleasantly <laughs> surprised. You mean views yes. on the podcast or just, like, the channel? Sure. <laughs> Either or? Sure. <laughs> Honestly, the I'll channel be, probably by, like, when... March will hit 100. It might not even take that long. Actually, you've been getting some 100-plus views on your uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, you just gotta... Get lucky that is what it feels like. like sometimes. We'll get some t-shirts printed. It'll be great. I think you gotta hit at least a thousand before you start selling the merch. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna... My mom is gonna buy a shirt, and it's gonna be great. That'd be funny. Here's the question that you don't know the answer to, Grady. How many of those hundred views are just me watching on repeat for my boy? I don't know. It, it might just be that. Which one of us is your boy? <laughs> it's clearly you, Jack. I'm watching the YouTube videos for you. Thank God. I just want to make sure. I feel, I feel like it's, it's one of those questions in. you have to ask. It's not you, but I, I guess it is in this case. It's not you, it's me. Mm. Sorry. It's not you, it's Grady. I guess jumping into our next little thing with zero segue. So, like... What does uh, being an econ finance major look like? Where are you taking it? You said you wanted to make money so you could do your public speaking in the future. How do you get that money? What are you doing? Um, I think it's the other way the... around, Drew. Isn't he, isn't he public speaking so he can get the money? Oh, no. That, I, I, think I, I don't, the opposite. I, I don't no. think I'll be public speaking until I have quite a lot of money. To be fair, I was oh. just born into money, so... That's money a good strat. To an end. Do that again. Yeah, I mean, I... I'm really not a big fan of the idea of wasting money. Like you can do things that you want to do with your life, but every dollar you spend, you should think to yourself, within reason, like how much more impact does this have for someone else? Meaning, is this you can treat yourself well because you did well for others by producing a whole lot for people? But if you're going to take a million dollars and spend it on a pair of shoes, it's just you know, I mean, people you could have helped. Just get through the day with that, which is absolutely terrible. But as far as like getting there, I mean, I Grady, trickle down economics, buying those shoes, you're supplying jobs. Jobs. What oh, hundred percent. Oh yes. Um, million dollars of money goes to whatever shoe store, and then straight to the poor people. When... Right to him. I'm also convinced that the only way that you become a millionaire in the U.S. right now, besides having one of like five jobs, I meaning if you're a doctor, or a lawyer, or some high up engineer, maybe from that, or Chemical sales, engineers. maybe. But other than that, go start your own business. It might fail. You might have to try it five times, but you do it well, and you get it to keep growing. That's how you become a millionaire. Oh, okay. Grady, don't just tell people that. You have to sell them that information. No, no, no. We give it for free. <laughs> you can start your own MLM and make your own business to become no, a millionaire. No, don't do that. Right. Don't don't be a little shitbag. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> if there are any housewives listening to this podcast, we are uh, 
interested in selling you rocks that can heal you and they're better than vaccines so contact us I saw that. that that's a thing I saw that. we, that's that's already a thing doesn't mean we can't do it drew Copyrighted. Yeah, like what? We're we don't have ethics. You think we care in about fact, copyrights? We're just gonna change a letter in the name, and then boom, we're in there. What if you Ash sell some money. sort of skin tight pants, like leather like pants? Legs? No, no, some like sort of like pants? leg legging, perhaps. Yeah, we could we could sell those. What if we just called them leggings? Yes. Our brand name will be Lulu Lime. It's just different enough. What about Moo Moo Mot? Wait, Moo Moo Lime? Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Sure, why not? Why not? Day after Christmas, I thought we're supposed to be rested and have energy. We do. This is wonderful conversation, baby. Wonderful. We're planning. We're planning how to be millionaires the right way. Not like the morally correct way, but like the the like economically right way if that makes sense to you what about this one we take water mm-hmm. like free right and we sell it I swear to god if you're oh, gonna just what rip if we a, put it, a nestle again Drew. what if we put it in a fancy container <laughs> no i'm not i'm saying we steal their business Ooh, some sort of like intelligence water what if instead of like bottles water. like this we put it in a circle hmm so it's like hard oh, to pack Yes. Like, and it won't fit in your cup holders? Right. Hmm. This is my mini like nerd it. thing I'm going to just go off on. All right, go they ahead. They do have Drew. a thing like that where it's like water balls you eat. like you, It's like a candy you pick up and bite into. You eat the whole thing, container and all. Apparently, it's like a thing for people with dementia because they like to snack on things, but they always forget to drink water, so they die of dehydration. Instead, <laughs> it's like little water snack balls. What the heck? Are you just describing Crazy. grapes right now? <laughs> that's fair watermelons are really good for great, water but too. no flesh so we've now established your MLM okay so how, what's your advice to us how do we get going in your MLM or in your business how do we follow your steps Grady what do we do um like an actual MLM or like an actual business from when you're a professional speaker when you're a professional speaker what's your first like advice well so if you're looking for just life advice and business advice they're two different areas a lot of times they overlap but you go two different ways but if you're looking for business you need to get some sort of reason that you are more marketable than other people which means you need to get educated in some sort of way or you need to be naturally really good at something I don't have the naturally really good at something, so we just learned a whole lot. I know it's overrated, but if you read some books, a whole lot of books, there's a whole lot of good, and you need to actually act once you have knowledge. You can't just read forever. You need to go do something, and I don't care what you enjoy doing. You can figure out a way to make it marketable and then go do something with it, although, yeah, no, pretty much anything. Um, Any really just sales. I mean, you can always... Sales is a good skill to have. Yeah, it's useful. Selling I... your product, you're selling yourself, you're selling your business. If you're excited about something, it's a lot yourself. easier to sell stuff. That's illegal. I don't know. Well, that's what an interview is. You're selling yourself. Oh? Did I freeze? I meant that in like a arm, but 
Okay, sure. It's more of like a you're sure. selling your skills, you're selling your profession. Yeah. Or you are right. a product yeah. that the employer is trying to buy. That so that is that doesn't sound dystopian at all. <laughs> anyway. We live in a society. <laughs> society. So I mean, if that's your, your business advice there, Grady, to be uh to sell yourself, to make yourself more marketable. What sort of life advice do you have then? Would you say um, that you have a, some sort of three key lessons or ideas that you could impart to others? Three would be a good number. Not four, not two, three. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Personally, I, well, I'm no, not sure that I'm 100% qualified given my um, ongoing depression. But as far as things that I th think work, um, one, what's most important in your life? People, people, relationships with people. Um, I feel like that's one thing that people don't always value. And honestly, this could be different for other people. It's just what I've noticed with most people I've interacted with is that most happiness is based off of what you do for other people or interactions you have with them and making sure that the most important relationships in your life are solid and healthy helps your mental state so much and if you're at that point it can make you feel a whole lot at least more stable if not happier if like even just relationship with your parents siblings girlfriend best friend things like that are going a whole lot better weightlifting buddy yes podcast co-host jack are getting podcast. pumped <laughs> oh yeah we're getting huge I mean, isn't uh, there the whole society like the needs pyramid and i think society or people is like the and most important tier. No, the most no, important one is like self-actualization. I thought people. the I thought the bottom level was just like breathing, and then there was like food and water, and then there's shelter, and then you have like societal needs, and then actualization somewhere up the there. And, and then and then you got like gotcha. the Illuminati eye at the very top. Illuminati actualized. <laughs> All right. And then you become a Freemason or something. We got lesson one. I'm not sure how that works. Make sure to prioritize your relationships with people, other people. Gotcha. That's just good advice. I don't have any snarky yeah. comments or witticisms <laughs> to make. Drew, do you have anything? I'm just sipping my tea in agreement. All right. He's sipping his tea. <laughs> he does that for every single emotion or re response, though. So, um, Two, figure out what you want. This can be difficult. It takes people some time sometimes, but... If you figure out what you want, it's a whole lot easier to base your life around what you want. And it'll change over time. It always does, but identifying what... It doesn't even have to identify perfectly what makes you happy, but just identify what you're interested in and where you want to put your efforts based off of that. A lot of people right now, I feel like, struggle with that, with the way society set up where it's like, school school more school and then go work at some job you don't like to eventually get the job you want when you're 40 or 50 which it makes that disconnect really hard but sometimes if you know what you want it can help um yeah certainly it's also a whole lot easier to drive towards something when you have that in your life and if you feel accomplished in your day-to-day -day stuff it makes it a whole lot easier to feel proud of yourself yeah, it's good. You should always be proud of your own accomplishments. I think I noticed a bit of a throwback there. Uh, that, that was some pretty similar advice to uh, what Ewan was saying a couple episodes ago. 
I did agree with some stuff he was saying. Yeah, that's good advice. What do you think about it, Drew? It really is true in a lot of senses. It's like a little thing that you do that to be proud of or that you enjoy doing. It's like every little thing makes everything else that much easier to do. In a physics way, it's like an object in motion stays in motion. You, You and yourself and your mind are the same thing. It's like if you find something you enjoy and you do it, well, it makes it that much easier to do all the things that you don't enjoy and that you have to do. If you don't do those things, then it becomes that much easier to not do the next thing that you find hard. Yeah, I got you. I mean, one important thing that I picked up on what you said, Grady, is what you want will change. Oh, boy. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's very true. You know, I think I mentioned my first job was tutoring children at math. Uh, Yeah. You know, I would kind of thought like, hey, maybe maybe I want kids. And, you know, like I'm still kind of at that level. But I went, you know, I went from like questioning if I want kids to a hard no, no, going to. Yeah, never gonna happen and it, it's taken this long to rebuild back to the the maybe I'm 20 i'll think about it i have a long life ahead of me but you know age 18 to 19 was a solid no absolutely not fair that age you don't want to have kids so like makes it's a lot sense. harder to see i don't it. know some people i would talk to would be like yeah i aspire to be a father someday i was, I was like, absolutely not i there will never be, I will never live in a house with a tiny, horrible child who I have to teach math. This is the worst experience <laughs> of my life. I, I, imagine doing that every day and not even getting paid $11 an hour. Just <laughs> Jack, treat it as an investment and emotionally stun your children's growth. It's like, just know that when you're older, they're going to pay for your retirement home when you can't work anymore. Unless they just don't. Absolutely not. I will never retire. I'm gonna I'm gonna live with my children in their house and be really annoying and probably like racist for the future. Like not, not racist now, but I love that you're planning this. What do you think is gonna be the future yeah. thing to be racist about? Like in eighty know. years. Like maybe cyborgs or something? Maybe I'll be like these damn cybies. I don't know what the slur is yet. They they don't exist yet. But we'll I'm come up you, with something. We're a creative society. We'll we'll be rude to them. In always the right planning way. to work until someone pops you with a gun in both hands and you can't use your hands no more. Bum, bum, is this bum. supposed to be like a cyberpunk reference or something? I don't know. It just popped into my head. It's a Jesus reference. Do? He got popped in both hands. Oh no! <laughs> Christmas was yesterday. It's not too soon. Oh jeez! Too, too soon. We have like a whole year before Christmas again. It's months before Easter, so this is the perfect time. Get out your Jesus jokes now, folks. Once you've identified what you what it is you want, look at what it. On to our third piece of advice, basically. Unless you have exhausted all options, you can decide that you want something else and you can give up on it because of that, but don't tell yourself that you can't unless you have exhausted every single option available to you, even if it's not within reason. A lot of times people come up short before they actually get to something because they don't think of everything that they could have done and they aren't willing to go do everything they could have done. Meaning, okay, let's say you have a... 1.5 GPA coming out of high school and you want to go be find yourself a good job but you don't you can't get into college you just haven't been accepted that's something that you can't fix that but one thing you can do is you can go okay I want to go do sales or something like that someone won't hire you for that you try putting in your application on LinkedIn indeed nothing happens and 
what do you do? You still got a lot of options though. You can start your own thing, start knocking just doors by yourself, look stuff up at the library, buy books yourself, go on the internet, watch YouTube videos, keep going in to directly ask people at sales companies until someone just says yes, you can still go talk to more people. Meaning if you just keep thinking of more options to figure out your way to get to what you want to do, you can almost always come up with something. You'll eventually get where you want to be unless you get hit by a bus or something exactly, happens. It may, not... hmm. it may not be exactly it. It may not be the perfect same thing, but you can always find something to get kind of close. I mean, a lot of times you can get pretty damn close, if not the exact thing. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you can't have an exact thing. Like, some girl doesn't like you. You can't have that exact girl, but you can find someone who's just as good, if not better. As long as you're willing to do, try anything in order to get there. I mean, there's certain boundaries, like don't go murder people, but, <laughs> you know. Always another think job more. fish in the sea. A job fish. Yes. You know, I think we are overfishing a little bit. <laughs> I like, I don't even like fishing. It's fun. When shipping. Okay, when... who actually legitimately likes fishing, though? I need to get that one out, like... Here's my hot take. You're just sitting there looking at the water. Okay, Drew, tell me why you like fishing. Go. <laughs> well, you don't go fishing on your own. But it's fun to hang out with people. It's kind of an excuse to just kind of relax, hang out and talk. I love the water. I love the outdoors. So you get some nice sunshine, a breeze. You could enjoy the sound of the lake and the animals. It's kind of like chilling out by a lake, but you have something minorly occupying your attention to do while you hang out and talk with people. Your time. All right, it sounds like you've had different fishing experiences than me. <laughs> what did you do? Well, um, so my girlfriend's Russian grandfather um, drove us out in the middle of the night to illegally seed the area we were going to fish with some bait so that all the fish would, you know, hang out over there. Then we went there early in the goddamn morning to cast some lines out into the water in the cold. And then we had to sit there on this gravelly beach being silent <laughs> so that we wouldn't scare the fish. So uh, you're describing like fishing in the movies or something to me because that, that has never happened yeah. to me. Where it's been like, Guys, I think I can one of the that. What's the difference? I'm describing fishing for fun. Oh, fishing for fish is bad. What about you, Grady? How has it been worse for you? Oh, it wasn't worse. I've only been deep sea oh. fishing where I had an entire crew trying to get me a swordfish, and they surely did. Sounds My so first fish cool. was a marlin. Um, it was a very nice time. Although we had to throw it back oh. in, which I thought was just ridiculous. But apparently they're overfished. <sighs> what? Did you eat the swordfish? No, they threw it back in. Oh, our swordfish marlin... Are they the yeah, same thing? Same thing. Damn. Showing they're my lack of marine biology. The same. They're very like, similar. It's the difference between like a chihuahua and a terrier. Yeah. It's actually not a good example. I yeah, those are pretty different dogs, Drew. Yeah, two different types of terrier. All right, Drew doesn't know dogs. Jack doesn't know fish. Uh, Grady knows everything, so defer to him. Third life lesson is persevere. And that's why he's you'll find a public it. speaker. Yeah, Keep we'll, finding options until on. you actually find what you need. There we go. That's a better way of putting it. 
my way. Yeah, Grady says Marlin, I say swordfish, Drew says Chihuahua, so. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Not a fan of fishing, I'm sorry. That's that's my that's my whole thing. I I'm, completely agree. I'm ready to die on that hill, Drew. Because if you I feel you like if you're die. fishing for the fish, you're gonna have a bad time. You know what? You can die on that hill when we both get stranded in the wilderness and you refuse to fish. <laughs> we'll die on that hill and I will be thriving will... by the water. You're gonna thrive by the water, Drew. That's a song. Most likely. I mean I hope it is. Thriving by the water. Thinking of smoke on the water. No, but I'm I'm thriving by the water. You know what's actually really sad? The time yes, I ever uh... heard that song wasn't the original version. It was mm. in a Wii game with the rabbits. Like the insane <laughs> rabbits, and they were singing Smoke on the Water. The what mini bag. game. But they don't they don't speak words. They just go like wah, 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 right? <laughs> they do not. They don't? Who am I thinking of? Like fucking Waluigi or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay, Waluigi related story. Grady and I were lifting, doing doing some over. What's that face, Drew? Yeah, I have a Waluigi related story. Okay, believe it. It's confusion. So, Grady and I were lifting. Pure confusion. I'm like, we're doing the overhead press, right? So the shoulders, you know, you take the whole bar over your head, you put it back down, bar over your head. Grady's just behind me. <laughs> talking some shit and then out of nowhere he just makes the waluigi noise like, uh, and i just i like almost dropped the bar it's just it, it was both terrifying and hilarious to think that waluigi was right behind me in my own garage <laughs> it's like mr clean right behind you you gonna get scrubbed night you don't try to make your friends like laugh and then kill themselves for working out like what are you doing you know, That's Grady and I have a, have a good attempt to not injure ourselves, and so far, yeah. we, we've succeeded. Mostly. Despite uh, Grady's pre-existing conditions. That does limit a lot of things. <laughs> yes, yeah, so lifting right. advice, maybe don't go to us for that, but financial advice, yes. So, let's think of, so we might not have the best finan- uh, lifting advice, but we do have Pretty good financial advice. What's some bad financial advice, Grady? Could you could you give us some purposefully terrible financial advice? Use Robinhood. Okay, I've, I've tried that one. It was, it was pretty bad. The investing app. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it bad? I've never heard <laughs> it. Well, for um, me, I I invested some money into it, and I didn't actually lose any money. I made a few hundred dollars, but I feel though. like. If I had continued, I would have had to pay that $100 in, like, stomach lining repair for all of the ulcers I was going to get. Because I would check it several times a day and be like, damn it! I lost 2%! I was, I, I would have made more had I, like, left earlier. Like, That's nah. the problem. People treat it like gambling. Half the time, they Robin do. Hood is the equivalent of taking knives and throwing it at a spinning board that has a bunch of stocks on it. Monkeys can pick better than people in Robin Hood can most of the time. You can do money. You can make money doing it. I'm just saying that 99 out of 100 are not going to, and they're just going to lose money. So just don't. Go find Something yourself an index fund. Where, where does that, that, that money go? It has to be money that is lost. That's not true. 
The stock market just generates money out of nowhere. Value is completely intangible. Money makes no goddamn so sense true. in the stock market. Yeah. If yeah, you, if you lose money, it's not even like it's getting burned because there's no smoke that that money used to be. It's just gone, deleted. Yep. Ridiculous. Well, the shares just go down in value. And... All right. So uh, how many Tesla calls should I get? None. 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 Okay, but if this was purposefully oh. bad financial advice, how oh. many Tesla should All of get? them. Every one of them. Yes. That before or after Elon Musk got COVID. Did he get COVID? People love that man. He got three positive and three negative tests. So he's confused, but that means he has COVID. he has half COVID. He's got COVID. That's because the tests get false and negatives. That's true. Hey, there's false positives. We can talk too. all about that because I had to do a paper based on it. You wrote a paper on COVID tests? Yeah, my uh, synth bio class because they do PCR and amplification and things like that for the COVID tests. I don't have any jokes to make about PCR amplification, Drew. I, I don't know enough to be Seriously. to be witty about that. <laughs> Serious stuff, Jack. You don't make jokes about that. That's people's lives. Fuck people's lives are on the line! Yeah. This is a side tangent that I just thought of. The vaccine, are you guys gonna you gonna go for it? I'm hopping on that as soon as somebody hands it to me, and then I'm relaxing as much as possible. Finally, <laughs> I'm that all for science. Like a they... year and a half, though. My entire body is held together by modern medicine, so I'm not gonna fight it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you have ever once eaten a hot pocket, don't worry about what's in that vaccine. <laughs> I love that meme so much. There are so many of them on Twitter, there's so much that you could put in there never seen that if you've ever set foot in a Twitter Twitter says, true. don't worry about what's in that vaccine Ooh, yeah if you've ever been in a chuck e cheese ball pit or really any ball pit don't worry about honey <laughs> <laughs> you've already got everything a vaccine could give you if you've ever played league of legends don't worry about what's in that vaccine <laughs> already that toxicity has already toxicity. gone into your bloodstream <laughs> Yeah, COVID actually cannot survive in the average League of Legends player's bloodstream. Fun fact. Because the average League the of Legends player doesn't go Too much outside. G Fuel. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, all League of Legends fuel. players. Dude, one of my friends. Is insulting recently... League of Legends players, like, toxic? I don't know. Is it even toxic anymore to, like, make fun of it's toxicity? It's just banter. I don't know. You can always make fun of people. It's a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. Having been bullied many times, I can tell you, either bully or get bullied. It, Or you can just uh, live the oh. hard life and just get bullied. <laughs> That's, a hor That's the worst advice you've given yet. <laughs> I just let people bully Great. me. It's not a problem. Get bullied. <laughs> I just let people bully me. It's a good time. I do. I also don't... I, I give people reactions, and then I don't actually, like, retaliate. What are you gonna do? Is your biggest bully your girlfriend, Grady? Uh, she's yes. up there. <laughs> she's up there, huh? She's also his biggest supporter. Does she know so that somebody out, is, but... uh, is cheating on you with the, the biggest bully, then? I don't know who Only the biggest bully is. is. Honestly, there's, there's quite a few. 
Drew's a big meanie. Big meanie head. I don't know. I feel like you're more mean to me, Jack. <laughs> well, you I had heard it coming. you in Chem Lab. <laughs> Better get that assignment, well, yes, don't you? Yes, normally I say some stupid stuff before you do it. <laughs> I feel like it was deserved. I'm helping you out. If I don't bully you, the bigger kids will. And they'll hurt you, Drew. They'll hurt your feelings. I'm coming for you, Drew. I gave you pie. You can't be See? mean to me. <laughs> I'm inoculating you against the uh, the sticks and stones. What does that, that word mean? We've all been in middle school. Mean? There's no it's, more inoculating it's, anyone needs. It's what like a vaccine does. It inoculates oh. you from the virus. Gotcha. Sick. Yeah. Apparently we not on... the vaccine. It doesn't actually make you immune. It just makes it so the symptoms aren't bad when you get it. That's a pretty shitty vaccine. That just means you can still get other people sick. Yeah. Uh, currently, that's they're investigating to see if it still like spreads, but the current belief, at least last I heard, is no. that uh, yeah, it doesn't actually stop you from getting sick or transmitting. That's not good. Stop Great fucking job, Pfizer. Die. Damn. <laughs> this is our vaccine. What what's it do? Well, you know how vaccines are supposed to like make you not get sick. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not one of those. <sighs> Not one of those vaccines. All right, so I think we've hit a multitude of topics today on the podcast, ranging from uh, yeah. financial advice to making fun of people to multi-level marketing to very real and serious uh, views that Grady has on life. And then we talked about the virus for a bit. All uh, in all, a good day, a successful su successful session of pod pretty cool podcast. Talk. It was a cool Absolutely time. true. <laughs> I feel like... Right, yeah. well, I think we can wrap up here. Uh, we will see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening. Yeah,